Hi, this is Ben Hopkin again, and welcome back to my podcast, Acting Without the Drama, where we keep the drama on the stage and in front of the camera and out of our personal lives. So, very, very happy to have you back again. And the last couple of podcasts, we spent talking about communication, and we got very specific in terms of the craft of acting. And now we're going to go back to something else that is maybe uh, a little bit less specific, but also something that is incredibly important. This is the commitment part that I have referred to before, and it's the glue that holds together the connection and the communication. And we're actually going to talk about it in three different main ways. The first thing that we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about commitment to the craft. Uh, Next, we're going to talk about commitment to choices that we make as actors. And then finally, we're going to talk about commitment to self. So, talking about commitment to the craft. As an actor, when we start on this journey, when we start on this process, one of the things that we have to decide is how important is this to us? As a truly dedicated actor, there's a lot of sacrifices that need to be made. When I first decided that I really wanted to do acting as a career, the sacrifices that I was making were maybe not all that profound. I was single. I had decided to go ahead and start really preparing myself as an actor to really get the training that I needed. Uh, This is after I had dabbled in aerospace engineering for the first year of college and realized that I was miserable when I was doing it and that I had joy when I was acting. So when I first decided to start along this process, that choice was a fairly easy one. It didn't seem so at the time. As I continued forward, I got married when I was in my undergraduate experience and actually had my first son while I was there at my undergraduate program, finishing up my undergraduate degree. After that, I had choices that I needed to make in terms of where I was going to go next. There were desires on my part to start immediately into a professional career, and I wonder sometimes what would have happened if I had decided to do that. I am very glad that I decided to go on to grad school. At the time, I was making what I thought was the responsible choice so that I could support my family, which has ended up being the case. I chose to go to grad school knowing that I would be qualified then to teach afterwards. But I also was really looking at it in terms of a commitment to studying the craft of acting, to really make sure that I was training myself properly, to getting that training that I would need to really spring forward as an actor in my career. I really believe that if you decide to go about this without really getting properly trained, that it's completely possible for you to gain success. I've seen many people do it. Many times what happens is that success topples. It's really like you're building a structure without a strong foundation to it. That training is the foundation upon which you can build. And if you're building without that foundation, the structure really is unsafe. It's unstable. So that training is a really good way to spring forward to really make sure that that structure can reach its fullest height, its fullest potential. Now, when I went to grad school, I was already a father. And actually, while we were in grad school, we had our second son. 
as a father and also as an artist, I had to make a lot of sacrifices in order to make sure that I was really doing what I needed to do in terms of my training. The program that I was in was incredibly intensive. It was year-round. Uh, we would go to classes and perform and rehearse six times a week. And generally the schedule was, especially when I, when I started teaching in the mornings, I would get up to start to teach at around 7 o'clock in the morning. I would start into my classes at 9. And then at about 5 o'clock we'd have a dinner break and then we'd go into rehearsals and the rehearsals would end around 10 or 11 o'clock at night. So my schedule was very demanding. And in addition to that, I was also managing the apartments that the actors would live in. I was also occasionally making appearances as the Grinch for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I was also doing some lecturing for an adult continuing education series that the Old Globe would do. So I was very busy. Uh, I also have to acknowledge my beautiful and wonderful and lovely wife who managed to keep things together while I was so busy for that two and a half, almost three years. It was demanding on both of us. And so there were many sacrifices that were made while we were going through this process together. Sacrifices in terms of my time, sacrifices in terms of discomfort. I was tired all the time. There were many times that I would wake myself up while I was on the road traveling home realizing that I had been asleep and I wasn't sure how long I had been asleep. I really pushed myself to the absolute limits of my physical, mental, and emotional stamina. I relish, looking back, I relish that experience. It was an amazing period of time for all of us. We grew, we stretched, we became adults. We grew into ourselves as individuals. I grew into myself as an artist. I really developed and found some things that I never would have been able to do without that experience. So I guess what I'm saying is our art requires that we commit to sacrifice, that we commit to making sacrifices in order to better ourselves. Yes, there will be times where you may be looking at a blockbuster film and a little indie film, and you know that the blockbuster is going to make a ton of money. And the indie film, maybe not. And that's something to look at. I'm not saying don't ever do the blockbusters, because, hey, I'm more than fine making money. But if that indie film speaks to you, if it resonates with you, and there's something there that you feel like is really important for you to do as an artist, that's the time to step in and do something like that. I really believe that sacrifice is something that's important for our soul, for lack of a better way of putting it. It's that old thing of basically where there is pain, there's growth, or where there's discomfort, there's growth. And I've used this analogy before, but the analogy of working out, when you really work out hard, your muscles are going to be stiff and sore the next day. And without that discomfort, there really isn't any forward progress in terms of your physical development. And I really believe that it's true of our art as well. So that's just something to keep in mind the willingness to commit to something enough to where it may not be comfortable for you. So that's commitment to the craft. Now, in a practical sense, we need to talk about commitment to our choices. We've talked about objective, and we've talked about the internal obstacle, and we've talked about verbs. We've talked about the actions that we take in order to get our objective. 
And when you're making a choice, each beat, each verb that you pick, you really need to go into it 100%, really putting yourself fully into it. This doesn't mean that the gestures need to be big or that the voice needs to be loud or that you need to be huge in your size. It just means that you're going all the way with the choice, that you're committing to something regardless of whether or not you think it's going to work. You step into it fully. And it really does kind of feel like you're stepping off of a cliff when you do it, or at least when you do it right. The process of acting should never feel too comfortable. And I've talked about this before. You should always be on that edge of discomfort when you're performing. If you're not, you're not taking the risks, you're not going far enough, you're not opening yourself up enough to really have your performance be memorable, to be something that's going to affect the audience, that's going to be something that will really stay with them. Committing to each choice. It's a hugely important thing for an actor. And when I see it in an actor, it's something that immediately makes me go, oh, this person is someone that I need to watch. Uh, I'm actually going to give you a name. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. When I first saw him in Even Stevens, because of course I've got kids, I do watch the kids' shows from time to time. And I remember seeing him as a young actor and going, wow, he is committing 100% to these choices. And I believed him. And he was this quirky, fun little character. And I was like, this, this guy is going to be huge. This guy is going to be an amazing actor. And as far as I can tell, he seems to be fulfilling that promise of his early career. So we've talked about commitment to the craft. We've talked about commitment to our choices as actors. And now I want to talk a little bit about commitment to self. We've discussed the fact that as an actor, you need to be open. You need to be vulnerable. You need to fearlessly look into those places deep inside your soul that make you uncomfortable and be able to do it without flinching. Here is where commitment to self comes in. Committing to not only opening yourself up and being vulnerable, but also committing to uphold the standards that you have in your life. This is something that can be a real challenge for actors. And I'm not here to dictate to you what those standards need to be. I'm not here to moralize. I'm not here to say, you should do this, you shouldn't do that. I believe that that's a very personal choice for each person as an actor. But I do believe that something that gets missed a lot when we talk about training in the craft is a discussion about standards. What are the things that you're willing to do? What are the things that you're not willing to do? And I believe that it's a really important thing for each of us to look deep within us and say, what is it that is important to me. If you are vegan, if that's a choice that you've made in your life, you've decided that any use of animal byproducts is not appropriate, then don't allow yourself to be swayed by a job. If a director tells you, hey, you've got to cut into this big, juicy, blood rare steak and eat it, the answer to that could be, I choose not to do this. And if that means that I'm going to miss out on that part, then it means that I miss out on that part. Generally speaking, if someone wants to use you enough, they'll find a way to figure it out. I have certain standards as well. One of my standards is I don't smoke. That's a choice that I made a long time ago, and it's one that I don't choose to break. I have been involved in productions before where I've been asked to smoke. And my choice there is to say, I am willing to do this as long as you provide me with a cigarette that doesn't have tobacco in it. And they do exist, and they're 
terrible. <laughs> they taste so terribly bad, and they smell terrible, and at the end of the day, I was willing to make that choice, I was willing to make that sacrifice in order to hold true to my standards and also honor the production that was going on because I, I do believe that choices are made by playwrights, choices are made by screenwriters that should be honored. And it also means that there have been times where I have missed out on jobs because I chose not to do certain things. I also don't drink. That's another choice that I've made in my life. And I've chosen as an actor not to be involved in commercials that sell alcohol. Again, just a personal choice on my part. That is something that was, again, very important to me, and it lost my first commercial agent when I first came out to Los Angeles. The parts that I was being sent out for, the jobs that I was being sent out for commercially, were mostly in the adult beverage industry. And I continually told them, these are not jobs that I will take. And I would not go out on those auditions, and that ultimately ended up losing me my commercial agent. And I'm still very glad that I made that decision. Commitment to the craft, commitment to our choices as actors, and commitment to ourselves. I really believe that this commitment solidifies us. It helps us to be a whole person rather than just an actor. If acting is all that you have in your life, I really, truly recommend to you that you find other things. Go out and volunteer. Be of service to others. Find something that interests you other than acting. Go golf. Go fishing. Find something else that is important to you. Loved ones, people that are close to you, whatever it might be, don't put all of your energy and focus into this one thing, or else you'll find yourself to be a very lopsided individual. So again, thank you so much for joining me with this podcast. This is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. It's something that's really important to me. And I hope that it's made some sense to you. I hope that it has affected you in some way or another. And at least made you stop and think about the things that I've brought up. So, the next podcast, we're going to be talking about monologues and how to go about performing a monologue, picking a monologue and performing it. In the meantime, your homework is to start looking within yourself and determining your own standards. What are the things that I'm willing to do? What are the things that I'm not willing to do? Write them down. Make a commitment to yourself to be true to yourself, to your craft, and to your choices as an actor. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to our series, Creating Without the Drama. For more information about this podcast and many others, including Writing Without the Drama, please go to www.creatingwithoutthedrama.com.